Finally, the sun has come out for a moment. Things may look better soon. The carpro.com talk line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. Go ahead and, uh, you know, see, I didn't even have to say it. Pretty soon I'll just be able to go, go, and Maestro will know. Now, um, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page and the X page. Very recently, I was talking about uh, the 300 known terrorist watch list members that are being observed here in the interior of the United States, and I wondered out loud why they're just being watched. We we know they've also admitted thousands, probably tens of thousands of military-age males from countries that would like every American dead that have crossed our border and are here right now today. We saw a video of one the other day saying, you're going to know my name soon. Iran, Afghanistan, Syria, many others. And apparently Chinese, who just might be members of the Chinese military. So this guy named Gordon Chang, he's gotten out there and he's at the Gatestone Institute. And he wrote, China's Communist Party is at this moment putting in place the infrastructure in America to attack America. In Reedley, California, near Fresno, they found a secret Chinese biological weapons lab with at least 20 pathogens, including the one for Ebola, and almost a thousand mice that have been genetically engineered to spread disease. Chinese agents, in addition to hobbling Americans with disease and gunning them down, could bomb power stations, attack military bases, start wildfires, poison reservoirs, or create terror in a dozen ways. These tactics come straight out of a book called Unrestricted Warfare, a 1999 book written by two Chinese Air Force colonels and first published by the PLA Literature and Arts Publishing House in Beijing. The colonels, recognizing that they are sort of outmanned militarily as far as our technology is concerned, argued that China can and should employ any tactic to attack a militarily superior United States. And you can look now and see how Beijing is operationalizing the suggestions in this in this little how-to manual they put out. And, uh, you know, it, it never fails, right? We always ask the question, if we'd only known before, right? Except we do know. We, know, we, we not only know before, we know right now. They are in America already. And... Uh, we uh, there's videos on on Twitter on X showing Chinese migrants firing pistols. There's a video of a Chinese female with a uh, with a scoped rifle that you know you might say, well, that's a sniper rifle, and uh, you know I know there's no Second Amendment in China and the Chinese citizens maybe they just got here and they're taking advantage of the newfound freedom in their new home country I'm sure that's exactly what it is but one of the migrants video was in America for only three weeks and arrived in country with no money and no identification that's interesting isn't it that sounds like what you that that sounds like when you arrive at basic training because it doesn't matter what you come with. They take it. 
They take that away, and then they issue you everything you're going to need. And if you just landed somewhere as a migrant with nothing to your name, you would undoubtedly be preoccupied with, you know, what's for dinner? Am I sleeping under the stars? How do I earn money? But you would not, within weeks of entering your new place of living, be sharpening your skills to kill. I would think, upon arrival, the last thing on your mind would be thinking of killing, and that's what you came to do. So, illegal immigrants would normally be entirely concerned with housing, food, and other essentials. Members of the Chinese military would be used to deprivation, to living off the land, so to speak, you know. And for the mummified meat puppet administration and the non-governmental helpers, who take care of their transportation, lodging, and food needs, well, <laughs> uh, they don't have to worry about those kind of things. Now, illegal immig immigrants cannot legally buy firearms. But they are, you know, you know, that they've made some deals with the Mexican cartels, so they get, they, they're getting, uh, they're getting military-grade stuff. When I say military-grade, I mean fully automatic. They're probably getting some grenades of some sort. You would imagine that a non-English-speaking Chinese person going into your local gun shop trying to buy some ammo, that might would raise some eyebrows, but they don't need to buy ammo. So they have documented the presence of people from China, Iran, Syria, and Venezuela among the hordes of migrants traveling up, and uh, the Chinese males are traveling in packs of 5 to 15, unaccompanied by family members and are not are pretending not to speak English. And some of them on their way to America have performed Chinese military rituals. Now that was, I found that to be very interesting in and of itself, what that might be, what that unique military uh, ritual might be. Still looking for that. The only thing I can think of that we have as a ritual in the military in the United States is saluting the flag at the end of the day. That's the only thing. There's some other things, you know, saluting saluting superiors, standing at parade rest in front of non-commissioned officers. Um, now, right now, the DOJ and the FBI, they're rounding up all kinds of grandmas that were there for January 6th, but they, they, they were there. That never they never entered the Capitol building, but they're not looking for the tens of thousands of military-aged men from countries that would delight in killing as many of us as they could. They've had plenty of practice on theirs. They've been killing their own people for a long time. That's a hallmark of the people that are here now. They've already killed their own people. Now they're here and they get to kill somebody they're not related to. What do we know that they have already? You want to know what they have already? They have equipment. They have intelligence. They have adequate on-site reconnaissance. They had the Chinese spy balloon for about, what, a month? And most of all, they probably have orders from their home nations and terrorist commanders. So they're waiting for the mummified meat puppet to create exactly the right circumstance to make their attack as devastating as possible.
Now, judging the way things are going right now today, especially given uh, the fact that a lot of observers are now beginning to believe that it's going to be none other than Joe Biden that's going to be running for president, which uh, I believe that as well. I, I don't think they're going to have to wait that long. I think we're going to see it this year. I could be wrong. I have been wrong before. It is not, you know, it's almost impossible to forecast when this is going to work. Because you don't know how far along they are in the planning. You don't know how far along they are in the communication chain. When this starts, they're going to want to have communications constantly. So if we found out how far along they were in their communication setup, we would know when they were going to crack it. But we're going to see. We are going to see. And, uh, Now, the text line, it says, I listen to you and Tara, and this is not going to end well. Well, you do live in the best place on the planet as far as you live right now. If in, in this area, this is the best place for this. If something this bad has to happen, you're in the best place you could be because uh, you're surrounded by military veterans. And don't think the military veterans are going to say, oh, well, I did my time. I'm going to sit in here and enjoy my coffee. Don't think that for one minute. We haven't we haven't messed up our our law enforcement to any certain degree. Uh, we're as as is as good a position as we can be in here where we are. So don't don't get too preoccupied with the world of hurt. Just be, live in the world of the aware. Be aware. I was listening to the news here yesterday, and I was talking. I I saw where California is going to start tracking firearm sales with credit cards. It's not that easy. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. CarPro.com talk line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. Let's go to Tom in Belton. He wants to talk about the foreign invaders. Yes, sir. Yes. I'd like to talk about, I hear you talk about the foreign in, 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 infiltrators into America. Yes, sir. And, uh, I think, you know, I, I know the comments pretty good. I, I've been studying them since I was 10 years old. Okay. And and a lot of you talking about the Chinese. I, they, people don't even know why Taiwan is there. They don't know anything about Mao Zedong. They don't know about Generalissimo Chiang Kai-shek. They don't know why the Taiwan East, East, East people are there. Why is there, period. Right. But, I, but, uh, I remember, I remember all of the, the 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 Russian communist leaders, and I studied them boys. I remember the the, the when the Iron Curtain went up. I remember the uh, Berlin airlift. I remember the day the North Koreans crossed the 38th parallel. I've been studying U.S. military history for years. I grew up around the military district of Washington as a boy. I knew men who fought them who fought. In the Spanish-American War, who went up the hill with the San Juan Hill with Teddy Roosevelt? I'm 85 years old, but I believe. Now, just listen to me, and, and if you can find all history, what's going on now? All you got to do is open the Word of God, and it's history in prophecy. But I do believe that Vladimir Putin has a mold that was in the White House and has one that may get back in the White House. You better watch him. You understand? 
Are you talking about Trump? I'm talking about Donald Trump. And you think he's a mole of Putin? I think he's a possible mole. And and uh, see, you had Tom. You had me going there. I mean, uh, you you've been around long enough to have studied all that stuff, and I get it, and I appreciate it. I'm glad to know that some people still do that. I was. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. A, I'm curious though why you think Trump is a mole for Putin. You never appease the enemy. He appeases Vladimir Putin. He never condemns him for nothing. You know. You know. Ronald Reagan had a mole in the criminal. And I believe that this man could be a mole for Vladimir. You know, I used to like Trump, but when he started lambashing uh, Senator McCain, whose family has a distinguished military background, his his grandfather fought in the largest naval battle in the history of the world at Lady Gulf. Right. When he lambasted him, I knew that this guy wasn't right. And him, him a draft dodger, too. I got many friends on that wall in Washington. And I and and, and it, the, the, it always everything you got to look at this guy. Everybody in the world is wrong except him. The man is mentally sick. The man is is a pathological liar. So so well okay so all right I get it you don't like Trump that's perfectly okay you don't have to. But who do you like? I don't like either one of them. Well, but that's going to be—that's not going to be the choices you get to make. I know, I know it's not going to be my choice, but I don't like Trump because of his stand. I don't like Biden because of his, I don't like uh, immorality. I don't like approving of immorality because I'm a—I call myself a, a Christian. You understand? I do. And the Word of God. If you want to know what's going on in this world, that they open your Bible and read Bible prophecy, it tells you exactly what's going to happen. America's becoming so so immoral that God's going to give these people a retrobate mind where you can come and tell them the moon has got, it's made of chocolate syrup, and they'll right. believe it. Well, Tom, listen, next yeah. time, next time, don't wait. Next time, call in before you get so excited and everything. Okay. And I'll feel free to you. call in anytime. I love the perspective. Thank you very much. Some things. You know, some things. Anyway, let's talk about these credit card guys. Now, the credit card guys and the gun grabbers have got you believing this idea that they can track gun sales. And by tracking gun sales, they're going to stop crime. They're going to stop crime by doing this. Now, first of all, <laughs> they say it's going to allow banks to potentially track suspicious gun purchases and report them to law enforcement. In California, you cannot you cannot buy but one gun a month, and then you have to wait 30 days to buy the next gun. And you got to wait 10 days to pick up that gun once you buy it. So, right there, uh, unless unless you're, you know, Elliot Rogers, Isla Vista, the guy that uh, did the, the, been on the little killing rampage in Isla Vista. He bought three different guns. He waited 90 days to buy them. He, he, he complied with the law all the way. He bought 41 10-round magazines. And the law did not stop him. And this guy had YouTube videos up. He had been visited by law enforcement. They said he was a very polite young man. But they're saying the retailer is going to be assigned merchant codes based on types of goods they sell. And the code will allow banks and credit card companies to detect purchase patterns. 
Now, what this will boil down to is if you're in Cabela's in California and you go and you, you buy two shirts to go fishing in, that's going to look the same as if you bought two guns. Of course, you can't do that in California because you can only buy one gun at a time. And um, this is just them looking to find something to do something. And this is something, let's do this. Now, what this does, every time they pass a law like this, it's not just about guns. What if they didn't want you to read books or certain books? What if they didn't want you to go eat or buy certain things to eat? They're setting all of this. All of these things have always got a multi-purpose, if you look really uh, really closely at it. Now, um, <laughs> the other thing about this is the credit card, uh, this code does not provide any sort of uh, detail about the customer inside into individual items that were purchased. So you can go to uh, back to Cabela's, like I said, and buy $1,000 worth of camouflage socks, and it's going to be flagged as suspicious, even though you never walk past the gun rack. And the only way this could have any effect if it's tracked, if, if it were to track this, would be an outright violation of the Fourth Amendment. And, of course, Senator Elizabeth Warren is out there, and she supports this, and that, that's evidence enough that it's a stupid idea. But, I mean, Bass Pro Shot, Sportsman's Warehouse, Academy, you know. And all of these things have to be considered gun stores for this legislation to have any real meaning. And uh, that family doing a bunch of non-Christmas shopping at any one of these stores would likely trigger some investigation under this law. So, here we have, a, this, this is not just a, it, it's a stupid law to begin with. It's a very stupid law. And, uh. It's not going to track anything. It's not going to stop anything. They're lying to you when they say, well, we could we could flag suspicious gun purchases and maybe prevent a crime or two. Listen, Nicholas Cruz was known to law enforcement well before he shot up Parkland. He was. James Holmes was known. He, he was being tracked by, by the school where he went in Colorado before he shot up Aurora. These guys are always known. Audrey Hale, she was known. This uh, Moreno, Moreno in, uh, in in Houston, she was known. They're always known. We always know. And here they're saying, well, we would find out. Well, you've already found out. What, have you, what are you doing with that? And the one thing they're not doing is correcting the common denominator, which is getting rid of unarmed people. People that know that there's going to be trouble, prepare for trouble. Or if they think there could be trouble, or even if there's just a prospect of there being trouble, and getting out there and taking that out of the way—that's that—that's what leads to all of this stuff happening. Not the fact that law-abiding people are out there buying guns and paying with a credit card. It's some stupid stuff to consider. Now, when we get back, uh, I, all of this lawfare they've been playing on Trump—all of this is beginning to sort of. It was a house of cards built on a foundation of sand, and it's really beginning to show that it's going to collapse. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD.
carpro.com talk line is 1-800-905-0989 the common sense retirement planning text line is 71307 streaming live on the WORD Facebook page and Twitter reality is coming for all of these people that think that all of this stuff that Trump is facing right now legally is uh, is going to be the undoing of him and one thing you need to understand, most of the people that got this perception that Trump did this or that, all of that came from the Twitter lawyers and the MSNBC lawyers and all the other talking head lawyers that were on TV. Some of them, uh, you know, had, you know, they, they previously they've been thought of as being legit, but now they're just shouting on Twitter all day. And, um, uh, this, what, what you see happening to Trump happens nowhere else. It's never happened anywhere else before, especially not here in the United States. Except for political cases where the normal rules often fail to apply. Right now, though, what we see is a, a great many imaginative legal theories deployed against Trump. And they're weird. If you talk to a lawyer, these are very weird things. And weird stuff gets rejected most of the time when it gets to court. It's one thing to get out there and do the, you know, you, you Fannie Willis, Alvin Bragg, they're all getting on TV going, we're bringing, the, we're bringing the criminal Donald Trump to trial for these things he's done, you know. But when he gets to trial, it's a whole different story. Even with, with the exception of E. Jean Carroll, where the fix was definitely in there with the, you know, you got the, you got the judge that was overseeing that that used to, yeah, you know, he used to work with the prosecutor, all that other fun stuff. Generally, though, there's one set of rules and people generally play by them. What we normally get to hear about are the unusual cases where the rules get ignored. So an idea like, you know, the subsection of an amendment designed to exclude Confederates can be used by one state to exclude the guy half of America wants to reelect as president on the grounds that him not quickly enough tweeting for people to be peaceful is the same as a civil war. That's one of those weird things. Because they get laughed out of court. They rarely get raised up. Or not just laughed out. They get thrown out brutally because the judge gets mad about having his intelligence insulted. Or, you know, as we've seen with some of these state Supreme Courts, like the Colorado Supreme Court, which is an absolutely politicized body. And, uh, you know, they accepted some legal nonsense, albeit by only one vote. And then they then it goes to the U.S. Supreme Court. And then the judges are not playing by the new rules. They look at it as a legal matter. Which all of the uh, armchair Perry Masons do not do. And they start asking very predictable questions and then the tap dance begins and they're trying to justify and and explain to where you know and see up to this point they've been in this echo chamber where everybody's like nodding at them every time they say something stupid they nod and sometimes the best theory in the world can be just just completely scuttled by a well-asked question So, 
the, the, the gist of this is, is, is simply this. Trump is the worst monster that ever was. So whatever has to be done to stop us from having to relive his rampage of economic prosperity and peaceful security, that's got to be done. If this means bending the law until it snaps. Okay. And Trump is a menace because there's, you know, lawyers agree on this. So then they're shocked when a court acts like a court and suddenly they need to answer some tough questions about their theory. See, most of the, none of this stuff is about legal precedent or anything else. This is a reimagination looking at it, which is what they do semantically on a regular basis. Uh, you know. Now, on the text line, I'm being asked, is there any way for Trump to recoup his legal fees in these suits on that these suits were targeted. I would think maybe he could, you know, counter sue, but when do how how far do you want it to go? How long does it need to go on? I mean, I probably would do it if I in his place, but you know. Thankfully I'm not there. But the question then becomes why should one state, based on their own criteria about what constitutes an insurrection, get to choose for you who's going to be president? Why should one state get that? What happens when another state decides that not enforcing the law on the border and allowing an invasion of third world peasants constitutes an insurrection? And they did not, they decide, despite, you know, they'd be doing the Democrats a favor. Yes, I know this. But then all of a sudden, you know, the mummified meat puppet, he's knocked off of the ballot. Why can't it? And before anybody gets out there and thinks that this is a this is the smart way to put it, because uh, you know this is the way it is, there are no special Trump rules. There are no special rules that apply only to Donald Trump or you if you support him. One thing to remember about the U.S. Supreme Court: you don't get to with what they have to go through to get on the court of you. You know, Clarence Thomas, look at Kavanaugh. Um, there's a bit of ego involved in that. And some of the hardest questions, all of these guys, Kagan, Sotomayor, Jackson, Thomas, all of these guys are buddies. No matter who appointed them, they, you know, they're nine people that work very closely together. They may disagree on some things politically, but in the end, they're going to have each other's back. So what you're going to see coming out of this with the, with the whole Colorado question, it's probably going to be 8-1. It might be 9-0. Because they're all looking at this going, what, what? I mean, the Hawaii thing, the Hawaii thing, the Hawaii thing is going to be one of the things that just pushes them over the edge. Because Hawaii has come out and said, well, we don't think you we, you decided correctly. So expect the Supreme Court to puff their chest out and start doing a few things. They might actually get out there and sanction some handcuffing. There's going to be, right now, there's all kinds of avenues for appeal on the wacky rape case and the attack on Trump's businesses. And, you know... Trump's lawyers, I, I don't know anything about legal strategy and why you would do some things a certain way. I sincerely hope that they have got a plan B, C, D, and E in place. And I hope they preserve all the stuff they've got to do. The legal, everything is legally suspect in this, and that is cause for an alarm. It's, it's an issue. And it's going, you know, it's going to be an issue for quite some time to come. So we're, we're going to see how it goes, but, uh, 
yeah, all of this legal lawfare, it's just not, it, it's, <laughs> when you maintain, when you're putting something out there and it's based on nothing that is real, it cannot last forever. When we get back, uh, Nikki, who has fallen out of the headlines here lately, you've noticed that nobody's talking about her. She decided to get back in the headlines by attacking Trump on something else that he has nothing whatsoever to do with because he hasn't been the commander in chief for three years. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Anybody remember when uh, Hillary Clinton was out there talking about landing under sniper fire in Bosnia and how they had to run off the tarmac and everything? <laughs> uh, that was some funny stuff. And I'll tell you why you could tell that was not a sniper. Uh, the carpro.com talk line was one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. You want to know how there was no sniper in Bosnia that day when Hillary Clinton was there? Because she didn't get drilled in the head. Snipers do not fire into a crowd of people and miss everybody. And after this all came out, and there was no sniper fire to be found, and in fact, she actually got flowers, she got out there and uh, uh, said that uh, she misspoke. Ah, I see. So, you misspoke. You accidentally put a sniper where there was not. And it doesn't get any better for Haley, who, you know, Hillary's her inspiration. Uh, on what her policy towards entitlement benefits would be if she were president. But now, she, she wants you to work until you die on that one. And I, I don't really think that's the way that should be. There's some people, like for me, I'm going to work as long as I can work. Just because what I do is not like digging ditches. It's actually quite, I, I, I love it. I love what I do. So why wouldn't I continue to do it as long as I can? As long as I'm good at it. But Hilly, not because of Haley, though. I don't want to do it because of Haley, because that's a petty woman. She's not the type to quit while she's metaphorically ahead, because in reality, she's actually behind, very behind. She claims a lot of victories of, uh, uh, where there are none. Sort of like that sniper, where there was none. So she decided to flip-flop again. And where the woke left was once the enemy, now it's Donald Trump. Because she got out there, and was, she was talking to, with Jake Tapper, and she said that she believed former President Trump was lowering recruitment numbers when he mocks it or makes fun of military service. Listen, all of you political types... Let me explain something to you how these things work out here in the real world. When I work somewhere and I am fired, I quit, I move on, I die, something changes, whatever it is, I'm no longer there. Whatever happens there is going to last, the echoes are going to last for about five minutes. Then they're going to take action on it and then they're going to move ahead and it's going to be done. The Democrats have had power over this. The commander-in-chief has been a Democrat for three years. The reason the military is out there the way it is right now is because the military is DEI. They're pushing that. They're pushing the woke agenda. 
they're, you know, they're, they're doing everything except their, their mission. They're doing everything except their mission. And then she spoke of her husband and his colleagues. They, because he's deployed. They've been without internet, so I was able to catch him for a brief period of time. I saw the tweet just like you saw the tweet. I did not get a chance to talk to him when that happened, but I will tell you. I mean, look, he's angry. I mean, he and his brothers and sisters, they don't go there just because for kicks and giggles. They go there because they still believe in this amazing experiment that is America. They're willing to go and sacrifice their lives and their families because they still believe America is worth fighting for. And when anybody mocks it or makes fun of it or does make them all question like what's happening to America, and that's a very sad state of affairs. And if you want to see why recruitment is down in the military 25%, it's because of comments like that. It's because of how America has treated our veterans. Well, now we're doing two, we're saying two different things there, Nikki. You're saying two different things. You cannot equate what, because America has been treating the veterans like this for quite some time. As a matter of fact, they diverted, uh, veterans benefits for for some illegal aliens the other day didn't they that's what we found out about on that one so um you know and she's looking at his lack of military experience and i heard that with uh tom just now and let me explain something to you during world war ii during that time well over 10 million people were inducted into the united states military most of them and i don't i'm i'm gonna say about in the 70 percentile range somewhere in there were volunteers i'm a very firm believer that in the military if you're going to be in the military this is a calling being drafted to do it i do not i'm not with that i'm not for the draft because you're taking you know you're taking people out of society against their will and making them do something against their will and it has a effect on you economically for very for a very long time so you want to I, I volunteered for it i volunteered for military service i would do it again if i had to if i was young enough to do it but getting out there and, and going after trump because he didn't he didn't volunteer trump was trump was a millionaire when he got out of high school he didn't hear the call but you know the other thing about Trump is Trump had a record for peace. It's not about getting into wars, and it's not about getting out there and, and blowing somebody up. It's how, how do we keep the company country? How do we keep the country secure? And how do we uh, how do we take care of our troops? Which that all happened under Trump. But you know, there's Nikki. Nikki got to talk because Nikki likes to hear herself talk. I keep hearing the word insurrection. What would a real insurrection look like? This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.